When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Howdy do and uh, welcome. It's the Thursday Lori and Julia show. My talk about a seven one everything entertainment. It is a, a very nice looking afternoon, and I heard you overheard you two in the double wide, and I couldn't agree more. Right. As I was uh, leaving Stillwater this morning, that sunrise. Oh my gosh. Was unbelievable. It was so pretty. It was oh. so hopeful. It was like the dawning of a new era. It just was lovely. It, it was it, amazing. It, we haven't seen the sun in a little while. Yeah, so but nice. it was really just ripples of red. It yes. was ice cream. It was incredible. Guys. Yeah, yeah it was really so pretty. So pretty. Okay. Oh All right, much to cover today. Much what? to cover. <laughs> and let's just start with the girl who bowled like a creaky cement block last night. Okay. okay. Did the frozen shoulder unfreeze? Julia, I I last bowled on September 12th, which seems been, like September such a long time 12th. ago. So I missed basically the first half of the bowling season. Wow. The MyTalk team is in good standing, though. Sixth place out of 2016. That's really good. Oh, yeah. We, Maybe, got, we got these three guys on our teams who are just hammers. That's and, something, um, Lori. And, uh, and uh, April, our captain, is out on maternity leave. She's got a new baby and a new hunting dog. Which I would have told my husband, it's uh, me or the hunting dog, you know, oh, no. <laughs> to, to have a baby and a new a new puppy at the oh. same time together. Yeah, does that seem like a lot? Yeah. It does, but it I does. just the kids are so cute with puppies. I know, I know. So anyway, so I'm like, okay, and what did I do yesterday? Get up and kickbox with Carl, then go to the chiropractor, get my neck adjusted, completely forgetting that the worst thing in the world to do on a bowling day is to get a chiropractic adjustment. Why? Why is that? You were telling me I didn't ask why though. Well, I just think because like... Is she going to get the day I'm, after? Yeah, the day <laughs> after, the day before, you're just right. kind of stiff from, right. from that being adjustment, that crack, that wonderful... Thing. So I get there. The and gas now, being released. The release. So I get there. I, I, yes, I remember my locker number because it's on the bottom and I've had it for, you know, I don't know, 12 years. At this bowling alley, get the ball. Oh, my gosh. Feels, How heavy was it? Feels so heavy. All the shoes feel uncomfortable. Oh. I'm just, I'm like barely bending. I'm just like <laughs> feeling like a creaky cement block. I mean, honestly, God. Did you break 100? I was just going to ask the same thing. I know. That's all that matters to me because then you were brilliant. I will say this. It took me 18 throws to hit the head pin <laughs> so the first game was 103 oh, then the woo. second game was 100 oh. and finally in the third or fourth frame of the third game which now i've thrown countless balls now i get a strike and now i finally find the head pin 
and I bowled a 145. Okay. But I mean, to say I stunk, and my, my buddy Joe goes, he goes, we weren't expecting anything from you tonight because you've been bowled for so long right. anyway. Did it just feel so, but did the shoulder hurt? No, my it shoulder, okay? it was my, my neck was just right. bothering me. And you kind of, you know, I feel like uh, Donnie, you know, what's our little Fred Flintstone bowling sound? <laughs> push the button okay i did not have that sound for the longest time and everyone else bam slam pins are going down i you know this guy on our team pulled a 201 which was kind of impressive that's really impressive but anyway it was a terrible i just stunk it up and um but was it fun yeah it was fun it was Mm -hmm. it was totally fun but i just Mm -hmm. i couldn't find the bowling groove Mm -hmm. well i just um, don't call me if you need a garbage disposal installed. Oh, that's right. Or removed. When we last spoke, you were going to do but this. But I ground my teeth from because I was so nervous about the electrical charge. I literally took out a garbage disposal myself. I'm so impressed. And, you know, when it's heavy because it drops, I put some cardboard under it so it wouldn't drop. And then I rewired the new garbage disposal because it didn't come with a plug-in. Thank God I knew... Did you go to YouTube? And yes, but I had to wire wires, Lori. And even though this is a this is something, you know, we all had speakers with our stereos. So yep. we all know oh, how sure. to wire wire, don't you? No. Well, Lori had no. boyfriends. I did. Okay, I so I didn't. Or, I wasn't as a dad or an uncle or I, I was completely no. you are you're pressing the hell I, out of me. I had to hook up my own stuff so I knew yeah. how to do speaker wire, but yeah. I still even though it, it was unplugged, I still felt that wire in my hand thinking, I'm gonna get electrocuted somehow, some way. Yeah. It's happening, but um my kids' friends helped me at the very end, lift it up and put it in. But I, I'm telling you, How I wired it. it. They're heavy. Oh, they and are. And you're underneath your sink and yeah. you're holding oh. it up to lift it onto Sounds this like a thing. a nightmare. Well, but I had such a headache from it and it was so stressed out. I mean, yeah. I ground my, t- I, I don't know why. I, it was done though. Yeah. And it works. It does. Okay. And disposals go. are expensive. And I bet if I had to have someone do it, yeah. it would have been double. Okay. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. But For I, sure. All right, did you watch Bandersnatch with your boys? No, my boys did. They with watched their it. friends. And what did they think of uh did they like First it? First I just didn't explain it to the one that needs explaining. You know, wants to know how it's all gonna roll out. Yeah. Um now explain to me, Mom, how does it work? Why didn't you just tell them to watch it? Because I just, you know how your kids operate. No, I don't. Okay. okay. You don't. Mm-mm, I don't. Well, you don't. No, you're right, I but don't. But you know the expectations. and I, just, I would just say to somebody that old, I would say, just watch it. I don't have time to explain it well, to you. Well, I just said he was trying to pick out the right movie for his friends because they went to get the pizzas. Got it. And so I'm explaining you can choose any ending or something. And he says, if we... Would have been picked all the perfect endings if you can play it the perfect way. This Bandersnatch movie, which there is, is no perfect way, no. But it would only take a, an hour and thirty minutes. It took them like two hours and twenty minutes. Oh wow, wow! But they loved it. <laughs> they did. They loved it. Yeah, no, I think they thought I, it was so fun. These are kids that have grown up playing video games right. and making the choices, choices and all of that. Even though the show Bandersnatch is set in 1984, yeah, you know, right? But they absolutely yeah. loved it. And then I watched a new show. Um, Oh, gosh. What was it? Black Monday. You've probably been seeing the previews on Showtime for it. Yes. The new Don Don Cheadle Mm -hmm. and that other guy, Andrew Andrew Runnels. Yes. Was it good? Okay. I love Don Cheadle. Okay. It's it's set in the 80s on Wall Street and it's a half hour dramedy um, and it's just cocaine, prostitutes, drugs, 
everything excess, but it's, uh, and then it, the worst crash ever until I think recently is uh, happened in 87 on Wall Street. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, that's, we're gearing up for that to happen, but it's pretty excessive and fun. Oh, all right. I thought it was fun. And how about Escape at Dannemora? Did you, were you guys satisfied I finished, with that? loved it. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was Quite so good. Loved it. The ending. So loved good. It. Why didn't that sweat, inmate sweat, leave inmate Matt behind in the woods? He would have made oh, it he to Canada. Made it. I thought the same thing, yeah. but he, he said, I never thought of it. In the in the very yeah. ending, no, I know, and it was like the inmate Matt wanted to get caught. He didn't really want to he be was gone. A loser. He was, yeah, tear well, and we he know was, that from the penultimate. Oh. But that was a good seven episode series. Really, really good. Excellent. It was. It was. Patricia Arquette as Tilly is going to win stuff. Oh, I think so. We'll see her at the SAG. I think she did get nominated, but I don't know. We have to look at it. it. And then the show everyone was going crazy for last night was The Masked Singer. I don't understand. This is a new show hosted by Nick Cannon, right? No, this is not a new show. This is a show. um, (laughs) This is a show that has, it's like uh, for kids, people who are watching it now who are too young to remember Battle of the Network Stars or Circus of the Stars when you'd have your... Your television personalities competing about yeah. against in ABC, Hawaii, CBS, and NBC and Circus of the Stars. It's like that because it's going to be B and C level people who perform. It's a takeoff of a Korean show. But they have they to perform. perform in a mask, and until they get booted off, you don't know who it is. Jenny Are McCarthy. They yes, they're singing. Okay. Jenny McCarthy is a painful judge. Robin Thicke is there to be the steady father figure. Nicole Schlesinger is giving her pussycat advice. And, um, did you Ken like Jung is um, the host, the MC. No, no, no. no. He just is there He's to tell judge. jokes. It you, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. That's what it reminds me of. Of Battle of the Network Stars. It's on Fox. It had huge ratings. People couldn't stop talking or tweeting about it. Really? Because I think Donny Osmond is the peacock, and Rumor Willis, uh, Willis is the lion. I don't know what. That's any not of a that spoiler means. alert, is it? No, I'm okay. just saying they give clues, you know. They're, they're dressed oh, in full packages. costumes. Okay. Okay, Ryan Reynolds was on the Korean version last year singing like a Wizard of Oz song or, or a Sound of Music song when he was promoting Deadpool in Asia. Okay, got it. So and no, he, you have absolutely no clue if it's no, man or will you figure that they out? They give you a little hints, you know, uh, his poster might have been up in your bedroom on a wall or they kind of, he's been singing and performing since he was five and the judges have to try and guess. And last night, the guy who got uncrowned as the costume or whatever was some NFL dude. Yeah, he's a bit of a jerk, that guy. Too. Yeah, so, you know, but everyone was watching it, and that's kind of what, what it's like. It's on Fox okay. on Wednesday nights, The Masked Singer. I, I never wanted to read more than the headline. I'm like, that does not interest me. No, nope. no, nope. it's kind <laughs> and, of and, and I don't low know. classy and embarrassing, but you can't take your eyes away from it. It was a long-ass year, and I think people just needed something crazy and cuckoo to watch. All right. So there you go, The Masked Singer on Fox. All right, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out on this Thursday. It is Thursday, everybody. Well, people have been confused all week. It's Thursday. Because if you had Monday and Tuesday off, you know, it's just like, what day is it? It's Thursday. We've packed so much into the last two weeks. I know. Oh gosh. So it's Thursday. Okay. Okay, so uh, obsessed um, now that they've been... 
ABC has been slowly teasing out this two-hour documentary that's going to be on tonight called The Last Days of JFK. Kind of like a 2020 type of... John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah, John F. Kennedy Jr., uh, excuse me. And um, so the clips that they've been showing on GMA this week and also Entertainment Tonight, it's like people that we've talked to, His the woman who was his longtime personal assistant, yes. I can't think of her name, or her name, Carol Radzewell, who was married to his, JFK his cousin. Jr.'s cousin. Um, she's participating in the program. Um, the guy that the wrote, guy that that was the best friend, friend that wrote the book that we had on, right? All these different yeah. people, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know. So they supposedly one of the things they've been teasing is that they have things that we haven't seen before. Right. So here's a little sure. setup from Entertainment Tonight. If you are um, interested, I think. This will make you want to make sure that you set your DVR tonight if you have plans. This July marks the 20th anniversary of the tragic plane crash that claimed the lives of John F. Kennedy Jr., his wife, and her sister. You know, he was, for so many people, the hope for a new Camelot, and they were a stunningly beautiful couple who seemed to have it all. Tomorrow night, a new ABC documentary will take you inside JFK Jr.'s final days and his marriage, and it reveals that things were much more complicated than we ever knew. John actually managed to keep his marriage to Carolyn in September of 1996 a total secret. John's sister Caroline was in on the plan to keep the intimate wedding undercover. Caroline and her friend Carol Radziwill actually printed out the wedding programs themselves in an office space on a Xerox machine because they were afraid that if they sent them to a legitimate printer, it would get out to the press. The couple's romance, brief marriage, and tragic death are explored in the new two-hour ABC News documentary. E.T. spent a lot of time covering John, who told us that married life in the spotlight was a challenge for his bride. How are you dealing with all the publicity around the marriage? It's been all right. You know, I, I, I sort of, uh, it's been probably a little bit more of a jarring change for my wife, but she'll get used to it. How's married life? Pretty good. So far, I recommend it. They were married less than three years when they perished in that plane crash along with her sister, Lauren. John was piloting his new plane on a trip to a Kennedy family wedding on Martha's Vineyard. In the ABC special, the moments leading up to the fatal flight are pieced together. John looked up at the sky with a very worried look and sighed because he obviously saw that it was getting dark and fast. All right, there you go. Okay, um, so one of the things... Um, and I know we've talked about this before, but it's worth revisiting is that his mother, Jacqueline Bouvier, Kennedy mm-hmm. Onassis, had had premonitions that her son would die in a plane, cra- crash. plane crash, that he was piloting. Wow. Specifically mm-hmm. that intuition. And several people warned him about this. And on her, she forbade him. As long as I'm living, you cannot get your pilot's Right. License. And when she was on her deathbed, because she was dying of some type of cancer, right. she begged her companion, her longtime companion, Maurice Temple's Yes, yes. To do whatever it took to... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to 
UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Keep John from flying because of all these reoccurring premonitions she had that he would die piloting a plane. And also the fact that the Kennedy family, the the crash, his, the family history, his uncle Joe shot down in World War II at yep. the age of um, four, 29, excuse me. And his... Um, his uh, aunt, who mm-hmm. he didn't know, Kit, she died in France at the age of 28. Um, and that was John, John Kennedy's, you know, sister. sister. Mm-hmm. Right. And also Edward Kennedy, his uncle, escaped death in a plane crash that injured his back and killed his aide. Mm-hmm. So there's all this, and not to mention the assassinations and, right. you know, the ski accidents right. and all these other things. But... Um, and this is all documented in the book, The Day John Died. And this guy, Christopher Anderson, is in this documentary talking about and that how certain family members, and I'm taking that to mean Caroline, yes, would not fly with John once he got his license because he had dyslexia. Remember how he couldn't pass the New York bar? Yes. It took him like four times. Mm-hmm. He had dyslexia. And apparently when you have dyslexia Tom and you're Cruise a pilot... It it space spatial disorientation, which is what in the end they attribute JFK Jr.'s piloting. He thought error. he was up when he was down. Yep, the it water. causes the the dyslexia. Yep. How and you would know, you know, how things are sort of mm-hmm. turned upside down. So family members wouldn't fly with him that knew he had dyslexia, because it's like, how do you read everything? Right, and it was a very difficult night, even for a well trained pilot. Right. And, and yeah, that's and what it, the stories tell, you know, like a guy uh, who was at the airport and you saw, you know, Jacqueline Bissett and her sister, Lauren Bissett. No, and, Carolyn. And Carolyn, Carolyn, excuse Bissett. me. Um, he, Kyle Bailey, he said that he, he, he decided not to fly, not that to night. fly. And he said to John, I, you know, thought, I he, hope he has someone on there to read the instruments. A co-pilot. Yep. And he did not. Mm-hmm. And I guess, um, uh, Mike Tyson is one of the people who, um, warned him about it because four months before he died, mm-hmm. um, JFK Jr. himself was doing an interview. He was interviewing Mike Tyson for talking him into being on the cover, cover of George, George magazine. His magazine, okay. And Tyson heard, oh, you're a pilot. And he said, man, you're crazy to fly. And JFK was like, oh, you don't know what it's like up there. And he said, you're in tinfoil and wool, man. What are you doing? You got to get out of the air. Wow. Yeah. So, anyway, it was his lack of experience flying mm-hmm. alone at night. Yes, yeah. Yes. But hey, well, anyway, we'll come back. We got a couple more things, but I think it's going to be oh, it's fascinating. Sounds, yeah. Even though it's sad. Feels, yeah, it feels macabre, but it's been twenty years, too. We I just, can't I, believe that. I know. And we'll be right back. Come. Now, trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's happening right now? Trending online this afternoon is the new trailer for the Punisher Netflix Marvel series. It returns on January 18th, and a new trailer gives a first look at Ben Barnes as Jigsaw. And other news in the world of superheroes, the CW has ordered a Batwoman pilot starring Ruby Rose. That character made its debut late last year on the CW, and we will see if the pilot gets a series order, but one step closer to getting Batwoman on the small screen. Olivia Newton-John trending 
trending. She's denying health reports that she only has weeks to live. She posted a video on social media saying that she is doing okay. And also trending online this afternoon. Oh, well, you thought Pizza Rat was something. Well, check out Egg Roll Squirrel. That is the new creature of New York City that has gone viral. It's a video of a squirrel eating an egg roll in a tree in what looks to be Brooklyn, New I York. It. I think that should be on a New York State specialty license. I mean, you should. You know? Yeah, right. Squirrel eating egg roll. I mean, it's cute, it's right? Only, only in New York, baby. Only in New York, baby. That's right. All right. Well, that's what's trending here at My Talk. And My Talk 1071 is the place to be for everything award shows. The 76th annual Golden Globe Awards will be on NBC this Sunday, January 6th at 7 p.m. And your My Talk hosts will fill you in on what you might have missed and cover it all leading up to and following the show. It's all my talk all day award show coverage this coming Monday. And now time for the weather with Mr. Donnie. Partly cloudy 28 tonight, sunny tomorrow, and again on Saturday, 40 both days, maybe even a little bit more, and our thaw continues. It is right now, uh, we'll call it partly cloudy. It is 41 at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. So Entertainment Weekly had an interview with the the person who executive produced this JFK Jr. Yep. documentary. And um, they've been working on it for two years, getting the interviews. Right. And is they really wanted to look at every stage of his life. So even though we're kind of getting a lot of folks, I mean, like he had an amazing, incredible just from the time he was a child. I mean, his whole oh, life. His whole life. He in was the in the camera. Yeah, yep. exactly. And so um, at every stage of his life. And so like at the beginning of this documentary, you'll see the producers talking to his nanny and the Secret Service guy who was around him during high school. Mm-hmm. And we talked to two high school friends, two of his college friends, past girlfriends, the George period, um, Which was his magazine that he launched. Magazine and getting married to Carolyn mm-hmm. Bassett. So th- I feel like, you know, having that Carol Radswell is part of this documentary, that she, she's related to yes. John and friends with Carolyn Kennedy. They printed the invitations yes. to the wedding. That Caroline Kennedy, whatever her last name is now, um, has given the okay. Slush and Slusher. Yeah, something like that. Schlesinger or something. Schlesinger? Schlesinger or yeah. something like know. that. She's yeah. long time married. Anyway, that she gave the okay. Yeah, I was trying to figure that out. Because Carol is in it. Yeah. I don't think she would have participated in the documentary no. if uh, Caroline, because uh, Anthony Shri- or Anthony Radziwell mm-hmm. and JFK Jr. were like a year or two apart in age and they've been cousins their whole life. They're best friends. You know, and both of them tragically dying. Anyway, then, um, uh, and and I guess they made, you know, they they got some interviews that we haven't seen before. Um, and they they said, yeah, this is going to be hard because people feel feel very connected to him. Photographers mm-hmm. that took his picture, the paparazzi that were always around. They talked to Richard Johnson from the New York Post. Oh gosh, yes, because yes, yes. Uh, shortly after they got married, Mm -hmm. John came down. He lived in Soho or Tribeca in a loft apartment, came down, said there were like, you know, 40 photographers. Can you please give my wife a break? He begged them. And of course, that just made front page news. Yep. Um, But I remember them coming out of that church and I feel like that's how we knew Narcisco 
Narcisco Rodriguez, who did that slip, slip dress. It was beautiful. And he kissing her hand. Beautiful. They couldn't have looked more in love. They couldn't have looked more in love. Oh. And you know, when you when we look back at, you know, because there wasn't the internet, there wasn't instant yeah. photos of everybody, but this was, I thought was interesting because he dated, JFK Jr. dated, in addition to, you know, his wife, obviously, Sarah Jessica Parker, on and off for a while, mm-hmm. Cindy Crawford, Daryl Hannah, on and off for five years, Madonna briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, and he had a couple of, he had like a longtime girlfriend in college, yep. a girl named Christina. I think Daddy has some audio from one of the yeah, gals. Yeah, this is Christina, college. and then there's another one named Julia. Something? Yeah, we had okay. Christina on for her story about her life with John. She was the girl who hiked and kayaked and did yes. all the outdoorsy. Okay. I think, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of that lady. Right, here we all go. Right. John and I had known each other many years. We'd been friends in high school. We'd been yes. roommates we in a house at Brown. Christina had, she and John made a great couple. Jackie loved her. In the winter of 1985, we did a play together. And it's about a teenage couple who fall in love, and we fell in love doing the play. He dated a lot of different women, and not one of them has ever said anything negative about him. I just loved that he was kind of silly and quirky and forgetful and fun and adventurous. Like a normal, humble, great guy. Yeah, so oh. we we did with that Christine Hag, didn't we? Yeah. Have her on for her book. So, I mean, it's just, you know, uh, I think it will make people... It's bittersweet and sad, you know, because his life was cut short at about the same age that his dad's. He was 38. Yeah, his dad was 42. But, you know, in that same, same, like, that that part of your life where you're just really feeling like it's all coming together for you. Yeah. You know? And we all grew up with him. I mean, oh he was gosh. like people. My mom magazine. wanted me to date him because oh, yes. I was traveling to New York City and he was single and flunking the bar. And I three times I think or something. I stayed um, once a month. I lived at the at the Empire, which is across from the Lincoln Center, Love and I was that hotel. national sales manager. And so I was there all the time. My mom would be like. Can't you figure out where JFK is hanging out? He wants to meet you. He wants to meet you. You're uh-huh. his type. You're a leggy blonde. That's what my mom. Oh, now is that a nice mom thing? But boy, do I wish, I wish just like everyone in his family and that knew him that he'd listen to his mom's intuition. I know. How about I know. that? You know. Did you? What was your? Uh, well, my uh, mom has has had feelings and intuitions and. About you? Any any of her kids. and I had a huge one about you. You didn't listen to me. Yeah, I know. Well, everyone had that one, Julie. I was the only one who didn't. So that one can't count as as being That's something special. Marriage. Yeah, that can't be special. Um, but yeah, I, th- I mean, I don't know. Maybe is your... I don't know. I just... I feel like, yeah, there is that mother's intuition and gut in- premonition, whatever right. you want to call it, where you have a bad feeling about something and... So she must have had dreams about him. Oh. Who knows? Maybe. Because know. it was documented in a book that yeah. she was on record with people. And I guess John had admitted to it in interviews. And it's kind of interesting. And he dated Cindy Crawford, who was the first cover girl for George, dressed mm-hmm. up as George Washington. Well, that's right. I wonder if he had, if what the mom knew, because she knew about how everything in in him worked, like his brain and everything, you know what I mean? Knew maybe this isn't the best thing for you. Well, to do. dyslexia right there. But the f- Tom Cruise has dyslexia. Okay, but I bet people. you he doesn't fly yeah, without somebody. Without instruments. 
I mean, no, I bet he doesn't fly without somebody. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I just bet. I mean, you know, why take a chance like that? Mm -hmm. And uh, I mean, and he can pass it off like he doesn't because that makes him feel like, you know, big balsam wood. Oh, you're so funny. Balsam I just I'm meaning that I shade, mean, Donnie. And that I mean, mean, that's how I shade. Took it. Jay, I think the thing that was always cool is their mom did not want them to grow up snobby. I mean, she married Onassis and so and she yeah. would make those kids live in humble ways. They had to go volunteer at young age. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were kids of service. Yes. From such a young age. And yeah. it was such a different I mean, to watch her walk the, walk the walk with these kids. Yeah, but you know, like Sarah Jessica Parker, I don't know if any of these past love lives are going to talk, not to go from his childhood to, to yeah, the yeah. love life, but Sarah Jessica Parker is on record in 1992 in, in the um, Times interview saying dating him was a fiasco because they couldn't go anywhere without being mobbed. Well, she said well, also that we'd go to these places that seemed private and the next day to be on the cover of the newspaper. Yeah. yeah. It's on tonight, people. ABC. Yeah. What's it on at seven? Uh, no, it's, it's on later. at eight. eight it's o'clock. on at eight. eight and she said, I never really even knew what fame, fame really was until I met him. And it just seemed normal to him because he'd literally had photographers in his face, face since, he was, since he was born. Oh, So, you know, he was like a royal person that way. What's the matter? Nothing. Oh, I thought. Nothing. And, and then the last, the last little tidbit that yeah. we are getting, um, too, is that, um, he, the irony of ironies is that he enlisted his sister-in-law, Lauren. To come with. No, to talk. Carolyn is afraid to fly with yeah. me. Yeah. And they got a late start and traffic was bad. But two days before, talk her into it, say, you'll come too. So the parents lost, lost both, their, both their, daughters. their daughters. Yeah, oh, horrible. Just tragic. Horrible. Tragic. Okay, listen. Yes, we uh, do have a guest. Lorna Landvik, one of our favorite people in the whole wide world, is coming in studio uh, with us, and we're going to talk about her improv show that is starting next weekend at the Bryant Lake Bowl. It's called Party in the Rec Room. We can go Hey everybody, thanks for being with us. We're very excited. We haven't uh, had her in studio since we were here talking to her about your book, Once in a Blue Moon Lodge, Lorna Landvik. Hey, howdy Hi. Judy. How you do know. you like to be described? Novelist, humorist, essayist, comic, um, actress. Nobel Prize winner. No. Okay, there you go. I think but, so too. <laughs> you know what? This is radio. They cannot see how... Mod, you two look. I love your haircuts, oh, man. Oh, no. we have twin, yes. twin, twin, twin in the hair. You short are, hair it, it, department. Yeah, it looks like we're back to mod swing in England. Yeah. Yes, we're the mod the yeah. mod sixties. Okay, so you've got your um, you do this per- periodically at the Bryant Lake. I Bowl. do it every January. Every yep. January, party yep. in the rec room, twenty nineteen, and it's improv, and it's yes. going to be the. The, not this weekend, but the next three weekends in January. Next four. Mm-hmm. It will next run four. into February. Yep. Okay, so Friday and Saturday at the yep. Friendly Bowl. Okay, so is it going to be improv like how we kind of did a little bit of improv when we did Laurie, our... No. Don't I, even compare us to her. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, is it audience participation? Yes. Okay, so set it up for us. <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I was with Dudley Riggs. I, uh, yeah. I did, I worked with a lot of improv groups, and they were so much fun. But I always thought, what would it be like to do this all by myself and not have your fellow actor to right. ooh, rely on should things get a little hairy? Uh-huh. Um, so, so I you're decided, like in your rec room. Yes. Okay. The, it, every, the, in the, the audience are my guests. 
we're partying in my rec room. I make margaritas on stage, mm-hmm. always saving a big frosty glass for myself. And um, <laughs> I ask for, hey, what's your favorite perfume? Uh, tell me a country you don't want to visit this year. Uh, what's a foreign language you wish you would have studied? All qu- sorts of questions okay. like that. And then I go backstage and I have a wonderful big prop bag full of wigs and glasses and hats. And I come out and do a monologue based on those. Oh. How, how scared are you, though, that you have to come up with it that quick? It's just really fun. Um, okay, it's I do easy have for you. I think you're fast. Your mind yeah. is one of those. You, you I mean, you I always mean, have. You're funny. You're just naturally funny, Lorna. Well, thank you. You are. Laurie. You write funny, and you have just. Is, you're so fast. That was the thing I found in doing my little <laughs> test with improv is that I'm a freezer upper. Okay. You know, at she that, had frozen you, shoulder and frozen mouth. <laughs> you would thaw, though, the more you did it. Did it. Okay. Yes. Is that the idea? And, yeah. and, and so, like, you just kind of feed off the energy because I feel like that's yes. what Stevie Ray was always trying to. You're feeding yes. off the energy of the crowd. Yes. And you, it's a party. So you want everyone to have a really good time. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. For me, I love to act, but, you know, learning lines now is <laughs> just not that fun. So it's, it's more fun, fun to do it. Right. It's fun to make it up as you go. Yeah. Right. Do you yeah. have, though, is there like a sweet spot? For you, a character that you just yes. like that. Okay. I end with the same character uh, due to popular demand. It's, <laughs> and I cannot tell you okay. who right. this person is. I'm but coming always, this year. Oh, I know good. we've threatened for you, you know, better. a I'll little get while. You a margarita. Will mm-hmm. you? I, yes. I really, you know, this just sounds fun. And we're talking with Lauren Lambeck, Party in the Rock Room at the Bryant Lake Bowl. Tickets are available. Really affordable, eighteen dollars. Yep, on the and Bryant there's Lake no Bowl bad website. seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brownpapertickets.com as well as Bryant yep. Lake Bowl, and yep. for the next, not this weekend, but the next four after that. Yeah. Do you, you know, I've also seen in reading some other things about you that we've read so many of your books. Oh. I know. Thank we, you. Yeah. We love your books. Start going all the way back. Is Patty Jane House of Curls? Was Patty Jane's House of Curls your first, first book? Yes. Yeah. And you know what? You have been so good to me and other writers and it, remade, it reminded me of my little promo song that I wrote for you years ago. Lori and Julia, we like to hear them talk. Lori and Julia, buy the books they love to hawk. Bang, 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 bang. I can't even remember that. Did you ever tell us about it? Or was that just you saying? I don't remember that. Oh, Donnie, you'll have to so, you'll have to get that down. But you know, we love well, we love to read. Yeah, we do. I know it, and I love that you love to Why read. Why haven't any of your books been made into movies? Oh, well, they've been oh, tell we, us they've been optioned a million times. Yes, yes. But we have, uh, you know, we took things into our own hands, and we made this little movie of Oh My Stars. So we're trying to get that finished up. It's it's been shot. like a GoFundMe kind of a thing. Yeah, and it's called a proof of concept. Have you heard of these things? I never did. What is it called? Isn't it's it a proof you, of concept? Okay, where like people can get you make either a trailer or a little short film of the project you ultimately want big Hollywood bucks and okay. talent. Yeah, to produce. And yeah, you did this happen. this past summer. Yes, and we cast in Minnesota, and there are some wonderful actors. I wrote the script. Um, so it's done. We're just in our final throes of fundraising to complete, you know, the well, How do people contribute? Um, meet me in the parking lot after this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have uh, givemin.com, you know, mm-hmm. GoFundMe page, yeah. and it, then it has a... Um, 
Oh, my stars. But why did you pick Oh, my stars? Because, I mean, you have Wait, you right. have angry housewives eating bonbons. I always, best to laugh, your story about you, you. being a young woman living on off of Hollywood. I mean, I love that one. I just can see. Thank you. I see all and your I, stuff. I always loved the view from Mount Joy. Yes, that's a wonderful book, I mean, you're, you're such a good writer. So how did you pick Oh My Stars? Well, what? it was kind of a joint effort between uh, Cynthia Urich, the, the producer, and I. And I think it's a very timely story now because it it's set in the Great Depression. It deals with a, a woman who's, you know, very much an outcast and bullied. She loses her arm at the elbow. Um, she's going <laughs> to commit suicide oh, by no. jumping off the Golden Gate, the I'm newly sorry, constructed yeah. Golden Gate Bridge. Her bus crashes into one of the few trees in North Dakota. Her life changes. She she meets not just a white musician, but a black musician. And she goes on the road with them, and her life totally changes. But it's just such a divisive time now. And, a time. Yeah. and I'm so tired of all these superhero mm-hmm. movies that appealed to, you know, men and boys. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was Wonder Woman, and that's it's great. Yeah. A grit, it's a yeah, woman it's of a, grit and yeah. determination. Exactly. It's yeah. another kind of hero. Mm-hmm. And I understand you want Gwyneth Paltrow. To you quit know, writing for Goop and to star in it. I, I used to think that, but oh. that was a couple years ago. Oh. And now I think I would Update need a younger content. actor. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. you're, oh yeah. don't let her hear that. Well, only because, you're of, listening. only because of when the time period she needs to yeah, play because she's young. in her, you know, uh, on her sweet 16th birthday, she loses her arm. That's right. So oh. we see her, her, the bulk of her stories in her early 20s. Do you yeah. have a gut feeling? Because I know some of oh, your other things have been optioned, the books and everything. <laughs> You do have a gut feeling about it? I, well, I got to Do I trust my gut? Or I want I, to. Okay, yes. well, it's growling right now. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> I, I have a couple irons in the fire, so mm-hmm. let's just hope the fire keeps yeah. burning for a change. Yeah, and, you know? and do you, like, okay, so you do this party in the rec room yeah. every January, Bright Lake Bowl, yeah. and then, like, do you have a contract, or do you owe someone a book every couple of years, or what is your author oh, my, life like? Oh, well, I... That's my primary love. I love to be on stage too, but if I had to choose, I would choose the writing mm-hmm. just because you're in control of everything. Mm-hmm. And and it's just so much fun to get lost in that world that you didn't even know existed till you started writing. Mm-hmm. So when I finish a book, usually the characters in the next book are, you know, in the batter's box, you know, spitting and really? chewing tobacco, okay. ready to go. Yeah, I well, want to read All My Stars. Yeah. I've never oh. read that one. I feel I, like I did read this one because we were on the air. It came out in 2006, right? Uh, I think even a little earlier. A little earlier. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I feel you like. Might I, be right. I, I, yeah. yeah, we were you on the right. air. Yeah. I don't think there has been a book on. Yeah. Uh, I love Tis the Season, your holiday mm-hmm. one. Oh, thank oh, you. Oh, that was. A, you're so funny. Oh, thank you. Oh. I love coming here. Well, what, well, what has been one of the last uh, books? Because I know you mentor people. You write in the community. I mean, don't don't you have people who regularly thank you and acknowledge your help in their writing? Well, it's yes, we Lena. live in such a great. I don't know. There's something in the water. There's so many good writers here mm-hmm. and so many good readers. I just I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, and I've had the the luck of meeting some people I know who've been on your show. Amy Pendino, yeah, yes. all the witness yeah. tree. We yeah, love that book. It's a great and, um, book. Gretchen. Did, uh, who wrote the book about the Christmas newsletter? Gretchen Anthony. Yeah, you know, she's yes. local. 
Yeah, you should have her on too. Um, yeah, it's exciting to see other people at the stage that I that I once was at. <laughs> oh, when you were a little girl. <laughs> when I was see, little. That's the other thing about improv, Lorna, that I found that I, on the spot, bad with coming up with accents or characters. I mean, you really <laughs> have to have a knack for that. Like Donnie could do it. Thank hey, you. Donnie. Donnie, Donnie could, could do, do it. it. I mean, and, it I mean, did you think it was? I, you didn't like it either. I, you I wasn't good at it. At it. Well, we had a hard time like becoming somebody. But you two might be absolutely fantastic as um, Shakespearean actors. Oh, you know, I don't think so. Scripts and I would. Know, we all. My dyslexia would skills. take over, and it would be, "Oh, where far out there now?" I mean, that Juliet guy or Romeo. Yeah, you know, I, I would mess is. everything up. I mean, do you Donnie, think, I heard you laugh. I know, Donnie was I'd laughing. I'd pay to see that. Well, yeah. I'm worried that you're waving that eight ball. I know. I'm asking the magic I eight could ball. do Shirlin from Biloxi, oh, no. Mississippi, or Natasha Ligna from Odessa, Russia. Those would be my only two people I can do. But they're very That's good, Lori. Lorna Landvig, party in the rec room at the Bryant Lake Bowl every weekend in January and the first weekend in February. Tickets, bryantlakebowl.com. Thank Check you it so out. much. And it's you your, oh, always a pleasure. You're so funny. I mean, even just reading your bios that you write about yourself where you come up with ideas 